that mentality where it's like not enough room for everyone and that's not the case uh there's so much room for all of us and seeing that like sisterhood in a sense you know form you know amongst each other amongst each other photographers and when i'm like and then we see scrolling Twitter because I like spend like half my time, half my life on Twitter in a sense. But half of it is because of my job. So it's not because I live on Twitter. I mean, it's because I'm working. But, you know, when I'm scrolling on Twitter and I see that, you know, photographers are tweeting each other or just like, talking, tweeting at each other, I'm like, oh my God, like it's just, I love all of that. Like all of that just like fuels me. All of that just like makes me feel so happy that this is what it's supposed to look like. This is what it's supposed to be for. Like all those hours, you know. <laughs> Putting in work, um, you know, make up for it with moments like that. Welcome to the We Are Photographers podcast from Creative Live. I'm your host, Kenna Klosterman, bringing you true stories from behind the lens and behind the lives of your favorite photographers, filmmakers, and creative industry game changers. From their struggles to their wins, we get the real human stories about why they do what they do. I believe there is something to learn from everyone's story. Listen, get inspired, and discover why in the end, your creative journey is all worth it. So everybody, I am super excited and honored uh, that this month we are kicking off a conversation series uh, partnered with Black Women Photographers, which is an online community and database that is supporting women who identify as Black women and non-binary women who are making waves in the photo industry. And we're going to talk about uh, what the goal is um, that Polly created and how it's evolved over the past six months since it launched. Polly herself is a multimedia journalist. Again, she's the founder of Black Women Photographers, but she also has a day job uh, where she is a digital editor uh, uh, for the podcast um, uh, at WNYC, The Takeaway, which is one of the most incredible series on NPR. And uh, as a photographer herself, her work has been published by NPR, Washington Post, CNN, HuffPost, OK Africa. She was named one of OK Africa's 100 Women to Know in 2020. And she speaks about social media, branding, podcasting, media diversity, <laughs> photojournalism uh, for places like Twitter, NBC News, National Association of Black Journalists, and more. All right, everybody. Once again, let's bring on Polly Orungu. Polly, how are you doing today? Oh my goodness, Kenna. Hello. Thank you so much. Thank you for all of that. <laughs> that was beautiful. Um, I'm so excited to be here again. For those who don't know, I actually kicked off, you know, Black Women Photographers on my birthday with Kenna back in July of 2020. It's just been so amazing you know, to see this community grow. Um, so thankful for support of, you know, you and Creative Live and everybody else. So thank you for having me. Of course, of course. And uh, before we get into a conversation uh, as well, again, the shout outs are coming in. So you know, I love <laughs> to do these. We've got Yay. Paul from Belfast. Uh, we've got someone in Houston. We have Jesse who is tuning in from Ghana, which is awesome. Oh. Uh, we have Amy in Toronto. Uh, we have BC. We have uh, Atlanta, and then we have uh, someone saying, Polly is such a boss, and we <laughs> agree. <laughs> oh, my God. Thank you. Thank you. So, again, today... Yes, mm -hmm. today's February 1st, and again, throughout this month of February, every Wednesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Woo! Time, so 1 p.m. 
Yes, New York Times. Uh, we are going to feature four of the women who are part of the uh, community of Black women photographers, the database, uh, to learn more about their lives and their stories. And again, that's part of our podcast, We Are Photographers. You'll be able to see them right here on uh, Creative Live TV or any of the social channels. And uh, we are, let's just talk about the four women that we're going to be featuring throughout uh, the month. Um, we are. Yes, we are going to be hearing from this Wednesday, February 3rd, um, from Rashida Zagan. We have Idara Ekpo coming up, Temi Thomas, and Alexis Hunley. And you can RSVP for all of those if you are on creativelive.com slash TV right now. Uh, so that you get your reminders um, when you are going to do that, when we are doing those. Okay, so, Holly. <laughs> Let's talk, go back six months ago and tell everybody who maybe is not fully familiar with Black Women Photographers, why you launched it. Uh, and yeah, we'll start with, we'll start with the goal um, uh, of it and then talk about how it's evolved. Yeah, six months ago. Oh my goodness. It feels like 10 years ago. <laughs> um, let's see. So to remind us back, um, when I was in Oregon, so I'm originally from Nairobi, Kenya. I grew up in Kansas, which is Oregon. So it's Kenya, Kansas, Oregon. Uh, and so when I was in Oregon, um, you know, just navigating the state, I was very new, dealing with a lot of emotions, culture shock, all of it. Um, it's actually in deep depression. So I picked up a camera for the first time to like get myself out of that, to find that creative outlet. Um, and when I was there, you know, like I said, navigating and, you know, predominantly white state for those who don't know. And so I didn't know any of the black photographers, women, I mean, some women photographers, but not black women photographers. And so I really was just like seeking a community. I was just missing that. There's like a void in a sense. And it's just so hard navigating this industry alone, but also it's very still white male dominated. And so Doing all that as a young, you know, teen college student um, was very overwhelming. Uh, but fortunately, you know, I, I learned about NABJ, which is the National Association of Black Journalists. So I tapped into that community for a while, still a part of it, still love my um, digital task force family. But, you know, I graduated in 2017 and I really wanted to see like, okay, how can I pursue this, you know, as a career? What would that even look like? And I just didn't know where to turn. Um, and so, you know, three years later, here I am in New York, um, where I'm doing social media for my day job at New York Public Radio, and still seeking some kind of community. And so, when I was in Oregon, I created this Twitter list called Black Women Photographers, and I just like randomly added people on my timeline as they popped up. Um, and then, I often just tweet out my Twitter list randomly. I don't have like a method to that. I just <laughs> randomly, maybe based off some conversations or whatever, I just tweet them out as a refresher. And so I tweeted it out. And one of the times I retweeted, it, I think it was around March, where um, there was a lot of things happening. You know, it was a lot of like, you know, related to like police brutality things as well and conversations that were taking place about how Black photographers should tell their own stories. Um, and so, that sparked one of the times I, re, I reposted the Twitter list out in the you know, Twitter sphere. And, you know, one of the times I did that, I garnered a couple hundred retweets. Um, a few photographers, one in particular, uh, you know, they reached out to me and said, you know, you should do something with this. <sighs> I didn't know what exactly what that looked like. Um, but I took the time from, I think, from March to May 
I really just took the time to reach out to the photographers on my list. I just started DMing anyone and everyone. Um, if, I, if their DMs were open, then I emailed them. Like, I was just really just, like, sending notes to everyone, saying, hey, y'all, like, how are you feeling about, you know, the fitness industry? Where are you at in your journey? Would you want to form a community? What would that look like to you? What would you want in a community? Um, you know, what was your, like, last paid assignment? Like, you know, as photographers, as women, as Black women, you know, are we getting hired? What is, you know, what is that looking like for you? Um, and here we are in this pandemic, you know, how can, you know, this industry support you during this time? And what would that look like? And so just started reaching out to people, having those conversations, also asking them what they want to be a part of a database, because I wanted to create a, a resource, you know, inspired by the work of like Daniela, Woman Photograph and others, you know, create a resource that people can point, can point to. Um, and so really, you know, I just took that time to take a step back and do a lot of listening. Because uh, I knew about my own personal experiences, but, you know, we're not a monolith. And so I wanted to listen to theirs as well. And then, you know, after, I think, a month or so, <laughs> I decided to first kick it off with the COVID-19 Relief Fund. So that was in June, on Juneteenth is when I dropped that. Um, my goal for that was only 7000 uh, because, you know, I've never did a group fundraiser before. But also I wanted to launch the community on July 7th, 2021. Sorry, 2020 of my birthday. And, you know, fortunately, thanks to the power of community, in a sense, I uh, was able to double that goal and raise over 14,000 USD for photographers, platform photographers here in the States and internationally. Um, and that was just incredible. And then, you know, followed up that with that with the database launching on July 7th. And since, you know, since the time we spoke, you know, I think when we spoke, <laughs> I probably only had like 100 photographers. Now it's at over 500. Um, and so it's just really amazing to witness, you know, like I said, this group, this community just grows so organically. And so um, all that to say that, you know, a lot of it was inspired by just needing that sense of community. Others, other part of that was inspired by the fact that I'm tired of hearing the same excuses that you can't find any black women to hire. And so all that said, you know, just decided to go for it, just do it. I mean, it's, it, it... It, just even saying the statement as we did, you know, six months ago when you launched and, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of um, organizations out there, but the, the, it's still like the fact that people can say, I don't know where to find a black woman photographer right. for hire, mm -hmm. you know, like, let's talk about if and how you've seen things change. I mean, 2020, uh, there's was an incredible year in, in um, many ways. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, so much happening. Um, and, and have you seen changes in the industry? Yes. I mean, yes and no. I think we all have seen some, you know, needle push, I guess, in a sense where, yes, people have started to utilize this database and other databases. Um, you know, most recently, like for black women photographers, photographers have <laughs> reached out to me. And, you know, I think one I shared a few weeks ago was um, this photographer named Mika. She's based in, I want to say, Oakland, California. An airline, a major airline tapped into the database to hire her. And I, when I, you know, sought out to do this, I never thought, okay, let me go to some airlines and show them this database. You know, I was showing it to like, just like photo editors and directors and 
curators and other people who are in positions to hire. But now I'm like, oh my God, <laughs> it makes so much sense. Like, of course, airlines would also need to use this. Like, you know, their pamphlets that they have in their seats pockets on every seat on the airline, those first photos taken by someone. Um, and so that just really, you know, again, I guess sparked a feel under me. Um, but, you know, in addition to her, just other newspapers and outlets like the Washington Post, Netflix, um, New York Times, Red Bull, you know, those are just some of the people who have tapped into this database to hire. Uh, and, you know, like I said, there shouldn't be any more excuses, right? I mean, in 2020, there shouldn't have been any excuses. Now in 2021, there definitely should not be any excuses. We have black photographers, we have diversified photo, we have authority collective, the women's photograph. Like I can go on and on and on. There's all these different organizations who are doing the work um, because it's a lot of work. I'm not gonna like sugarcoat it to anyone. It's a lot of work to make this run and to, you know, I spend like my weekends updating the database uh, all the time because I have a full-time job. And so, you know, it's just like a lot of work. And then, you know, at the same time, it's also just a lot of, you know, unpaid labor in a sense where, you know, this is the role, you know, finding photographers is somebody else's job, like an editor's job, a photo editor's, assignment editor. You know, these are people who actually get paid to do that. But now they just have to turn to a resource that's already provided to them. And so really that's what I'm saying is why there should not be an excuse because we're removing some of those, like, I guess, you know, barriers or whatever that you may have to find photographers. But, you know, one thing that I just love about this, community is just that, you know, we're not just the New York or LA's of the world. You know, I, you know, there's photographers in Little Rock, Arkansas, Tulsa, like Montgomery, I mean, all these like out pockets like that I would never even think of. Like, of course, of course it makes sense that, you know, there's photographers in Kansas that are black women, you know, and so it's just trying to find that, um, I guess just trying to connect those dots and really just remind people that, you know, there is plenty of resources out there. You just have to do a few, you know, Google searches in a sense, or just, you know, like check out the ones I just listed off, bookmark, say for friends, family, whoever, you never know who may need it. And so really it's just like getting the word out there. Speaking of getting the word out there, I mean, yeah. well, first of all, like, thank you um, for all of the, I mean, this, like you said, you have, you have a full-time job, which is an incredible full-time job, um, and 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 you have dedicated yourself uh, to this. And I and I think, I mean, I'm sure it's amazing to hear the stories, like the woman who you know was contacted by the airlines. But it's also cool, like that to think about. Now you have 500 photographers. Like you will you won't actually probably end up knowing all the stories of all the impact exactly. that That's it will crazy. make. And like, how is that what continues to motivate you? Yeah, that's a good question. I, I really think that is that is play a part because sometimes, you know, I am a worst critic. I know that for a fact. I'm very hard on myself. I have very high expectations for myself. Um, and I, you know, just do that for a lot of reasons. But for me, I think, you know, when I hear a photographer has been contacted for an inquiry or hired, or, you know, they look at their um, analytics on their website and see their most referred source, it's blackroomphotographers.com. You know, those are the kind of things that fuel me. Also, we have a private Slack community. And so over 300 photographers in our Slack, 
where we're just constantly just like communicating, asking each other questions, advice, you know, there's a lot of emerging photographers in the community. And so they turn to the more advanced ones or the more, you know, photographers with the more experience in a sense um, and ask them those questions about licensing, pitching, whatever, or just like, how does my photos look that I took the other day? And so when I see those questions being asked in the Slack and then people like engaging with each other, I mean, those are the kind of moments that I just like love and feel me to really just see that you know, all of that is like what makes this work. All of that makes it so unique um, and really just seeing, you know, it happen organically in a sense. And so like at first, you know, we were like, mm, I don't know, maybe people are feeling it out. And now I'm like, okay, people are really just turning to each other and being so vulnerable with their sharing and just, you know, just so willing to help. And, you know, because oftentimes with this industry, there's that mentality where it's like, not enough room for everyone and that's not the case uh there's so much room for all of us and seeing that like sisterhood in a sense you know form you know amongst each other amongst each other photographers and when I'm like endlessly scrolling twitter because I like spend like half my time half my life on twitter in a sense but half of it is because of my job so it's not just because I live on twitter I mean it's because I'm working but you know when I'm scrolling on twitter and I see that you know photographers retweeting each other or just like talking tweeting each other I'm like like it just I love all of that like all of that just like fuels me all of that just like makes me feel so happy that this is what it's supposed to look like this is what it's supposed to be for like all those hours you know putting in work um you know make up for it with moments like that it's just awesome and I I, a couple of things that I'm hearing within here I mean first of all is the the community aspect um to your point of like you never know what you start something and you don't know you know what where it's going to go but then when when other people start um you know you gain you get this momentum going and then you know things are created and happen in ways that you um that you wouldn't expect necessarily Mm -hmm. um you you do spend a lot of time on twitter (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but like you said, um, like you said, I, I um, it's part of your job. So, yes. so what I have observed, Polly, in the past six months is just the, you know, you said when you started it, you were just emailing um, photographers that you were following or so or whatever. But similarly, like you have partnered with so many bigger brands and so um once again i today is the first day of black history month Uh, tell me about some of the things that um you are doing uh, this month that people can can go and look and follow and and check out because i know again like you started the database and then you led into interviews um you know you're doing all kinds of all kinds of other things as well Yes, I'm very excited about that because now it's like it's been taking so many different like swings or whatever. I don't even know. <laughs> it's been growing into so many different things. So along with in addition to the database, you know, I'm interviewing photographers about their stories. Started rolling out those interviews on the site. Um, most recently, one with Sarah Wiza, who is a Ugandan documentary photographer based in Nairobi, Kenya. Uh, she does incredible, incredible work. Um, and so that was the most recent interview posted. Um, but additionally to that, all these different events and just like workshops and portfolio review opportunities have also been taking place. And then the partnerships and collaborations. And so 
currently have one ongoing series with Adobe Lightroom where I speak to photographers, um, creatives really, because a lot of them wear different hats about their journey. Um, it gives a chance for these photographers to speak to photographers they look up to. You know, in 2020, we had Joshua Kesey, who was a photographer and, docu um, and director, and he was, you know, most recently tapped for Beyonce's uh, Black as King film, one of the seven directors tapped in for that. Yeah, Kennedy Carter, who at the youngest, I think at age 21, was able to photograph three covers of Beyonce for British Vogue. We had Flo Nagala, and we also had Zayn Adia, and all of them are just so incredible. And so continuing that series this year with them, just did one today with Mahanila, who's based in London and New York. She's incredible. Um, <laughs> what else? Just also announced a collaboration with Visco. Uh, back in August, we collaborated with them for their uh, Black Joy Matters campaign that was on social. And so excited to, you know, partner with them all month long, you know, keeping that same energy in the sense of, you know, telling about Black stories, Black joy, um, showcasing that. And so people can participate through that on Visco and on social all month long. So very excited about that. And also going to have a few other photographers curate on Visco feed for, um, I think, one every week. <laughs> um, so that's going to be fun. Um, partnering up with you all at Creative Live, where we're having four photographers in the community, Dara, Temi, Rashida, um, Alexis, you know, come and share their stories. Because like I said, this community is just filled with so many stories. Um, and so I've been trying to, you know, create those dots where people are able to, you know, share their stories and not let those just like hold it in at them, I guess. Because Everyone has a story. I truly believe that. And I truly hope that, you know, everyone who loves the story told gets that chance. And so this is just one way that they can do that. Um, you know, there's just so much power in telling your own story on your own terms in a sense. And so I'm very excited about this, where those photographers are able to do that. You know, some of them may have not been on a podcast before, so this could be their first time. And, you know, getting comfortable speaking about yourself and your work. It's so essential, and we don't talk about that often because we're so busy creating as photographers, but it is so necessary. You really have to be able to do both now. Um, and so looking for that, looking forward to that every Wednesday. You know, also going to be partnering with Photo Shelter on Lunch. Very excited about them. Uh, they have been super supportive from the start, uh, the, the folks at Photo Shelter. Um, that's that's a lot. Yeah, well, I know one. Yeah. I, I know one that we're missing, is the print sale. So oh my let's yes. so let's go yes. back to again. Part of when you launched this, part of it was yeah. again where we were in 2020. It's the pandemic, um, and the, uh, it's an continues to be an incredibly challenging time financially for many many people, but including creatives and freelancers. And so at the time you had uh, done, like you said, done a free uh, a fundraiser that mm -hmm. was actually putting dollars back in the in the hands of of creatives who who were um, out of work or you know. And so talk to me now about what you just launched today, um, so that people tuning in um, can you know seek to support, purchase um, all the things uh, of of these. 50 prints that you are, or 50 images that are available as prints. So tell us more. Thank you. Um, so this is just another way of, you know, supporting the photographers in the community, but also supporting Black women photographers as an organization. 
takes a lot to keep this up and running. A lot of costs I've just been bearing on my own. Um, and, you know, with the help of some donations from you know, the community at large as well. Uh, and so the proceeds will be 50-50 split, 50% to, you know, the photographers who decided to take part and 50% to Black and Photographers as an organization that we can use the proceeds for, you know, uh, admin costs, operations, programming, et cetera, you name it, to keep, you know, bringing all this great resources to these photographers for free is the goal. And so there's 50 plus beautiful, beautiful work. Uh, it's a really a wide mix from outdoors to wildlife to landscape, um, portraits, fashion, beauty, some film, photos as well, um, you know, from all over the states and the world, really. And so you can check that out. We're using Darkroom to do the print sale. So that's just blackwomenphotographers.darkroom.tech. Um, and you can see that in the Black Women Photographers timelines on all the platforms, really. <laughs> I'm going to do it all month long. So I'm very excited about that because, again, it'll be another way to support these photographers, but also just to help keep BWP up and running. Awesome. So everybody, again, uh, be sure to check that out. Uh, I was looking at the the images this morning, and just like you said, such an amazing um, variety of genres and styles, and and um, you know, like you said, people from all over the world. What is it for you about photography um, <laughs> that? Again, as I'm just thinking about that, like thinking about all these images or, you know, just all these global photographers, you know, like what is it for you that you find in the, is the, the power of photography? Ooh, um, I think, again, it's, for me, it's really just like learning the story behind every image, but also the person behind the camera. Um, I've always been, you know, super aware of you know who is telling these stories and why they're telling the stories um and you know i think as photographers we're often sometimes feeling the title to be the one to tell these stories because we have a camera and you know you know even more so i was talking to photographers a couple months ago it's just like when the pandemic hit a lot of the photographers that are based internationally started receiving assignments because people couldn't parachute in um because they couldn't fly in because of the pandemic. And, you know, it was just so unfortunate that those are the reasons why they were being hired um, because of that. And so for me, it's just always, again, who's telling the story, why they're telling it, um, and really just their intentions. Like for me, I just try to be super mindful of that. Even if I feel like I'm not the best fit to tell a certain story or take on a certain assignment, I'm always able to take a step back and like evaluate that, self-assess that, and, you know, pass it along to somebody else who may be a better fit. Um, and so for me, I think that's a part of it. Um, you know, I really am hopeful that this industry will, you know, because a lot of conversations have sparked at the end of the year and even carrying on into the beginning of this year from harassment and sexual harassment to, you know, Black photographers being able to, you know, get paid and, um, and tell their own stories. And so a lot of conversations were started. Um, and so I'm kind of hopeful, optimistic, I don't know, cautiously optimistic about you know, what lessons will be learned from 2020 slash early this year, um, what action will be taken place, because we can talk all day, but like, what are we actually going to do about it? Um, and who is going to, you know, really, I guess, take action and do some change, some major changes. So for me, I guess, those are the kind of things that I think about when I think about photography. Um, 
can we can we dive further into that statement that you just made? Because yeah. yes, we can we can talk all day long. We can uh, talk all day long. And I'm then there's I know how to talk. <laughs> <laughs> and then there are people that you know put things like yourself that that take the actions to yes. make things happen. Um, what do you see around you um, that kind of is that other things that that where people are taking action, whether that's um, just in, you know, other organizations doing things similar to you uh, or um, I don't I, I don't know, like what what are you, what else are you seeing out there where the action is being taken and. Where is it not? Where is there still opportunity for change? That's a big question. But yeah. I mean, I mean, like some practical, some some yes. things that people can can take a look at in terms of of how to take action and or like what are you still hoping to see change? Yes, that's a good question. I think most recently, I've been seeing a lot of creatives, you know, start their own just anything, you know, like. I saw a problem, I created a solution, and I've seen a lot of photographers do that in this past year. Um, and so there's two who come to mind. Um, one, I'm forgetting the name, but she started A3 Magazine, um, where it's just an, a magazine by Black creatives, Black and Brown creatives, for Black and Brown creatives. Um, their cover star was Andre Wagner, who's an incredible photographer. Uh, and so, you know, you know, she, you know, formed a team and started this magazine that's, I think, a quarterly issue um, on her own during the midst of the pandemic, and it just launched on January. And so for me, I think that's just one actionable thing. Like, you know, she wanted to see more platforms for Black folks, Black and Brown folks can have their voices told, their stories told, um, and do it on their own terms, in a sense. And, you know, magazines that would publish their work and um, give them those like access to opportunities and whatnot. And so she just decided to launch a whole magazine and a magazine is not easy work at all. I mean, this is a print magazine. I mean, print has been dying left and right during the pandemic. Um, and so she just took it upon herself to do this. Um, I think the issue only cost like $40. Um, and so, you know, just to take that charge, I think I, really commend her for that because I can't even imagine the work it takes to put together an issue um, and so there's this first issue that she launched and so I think that's amazing because again like getting your work on a magazine is so hard um, and so might as well just create one right um, and feature the photographers the creatives that you admire on it um, this is your platform and so I've seen a lot of photographers and just again creative in general create their own you know create their own tables and then provide a lot of seats at it um, in a sense. And so for me, I, I think, I think that's just what I'm, I'm very hopeful about. I'm going to see, I think we'll see more of that this year. I think we'll see a lot of more photographers or whoever really just to take charge on their own. Just, you know, at some point you'll get tired of waiting, right? At some point you'll get tired of waiting for the next opportunity that you just have to create it. And so for me, you know, that's what I did with black photographers. And now that's what I'm doing for the photographers in the community. I'm creating different opportunities for them. You know, just did a portfolio review session with Getty uh, Images and AP Images this past month. And so, you know, those are two big, you know, um, you know, record notable, you know, platforms, Getty Images and AP Images. And 
fortunately, you know, since launch, I had over 70 photographers, you know, receive a portfolio review from, you know, like I said, getting AP, but also at Nikon USA and, and others. And so for me, I think really that's just really what it's all about is just, you know, in a sense, you know, sure. Will they have received a portfolio review at some point? Of course, probably. But for a lot of the photographers, this is their first time. And it's so critical for a photographer to have that review from an outside perspective, not just friends and family, y'all, but a real professional, <laughs> real industry professional reviewing your portfolio is so key to your growth and, you know, starting those relationships at those different, you know, places. So one day maybe you'll work at Getty or maybe one day you'll work at AP. Who knows? Like, it really is so key. And so, I mean, I created those opportunities and thankfully, you know, those relationships have been built. And so those people have been willing to do that and donate their time uh, to do that. But, you know, again, when would that have happened, right? If I didn't just take that leap to do it? Um, eventually, sure, like I said, that could have happened, but I just don't want to, you know, put all my eggs in that one basket for eventually, right? And so that's just like where I've been. I just, I, again, want to um, pause and it, for, <laughs> for me, the fact that you are 26 years old. <laughs> and, oh my God. And, so you know, it's, uh, it's, you feel old. That's funny. Um, but you know, again, not wanting to, to put your, all your eggs in one basket, you know, you're just, you, you, at the beginning of this, somebody wrote, um, you know, oh, she's, Polly is a powerhouse. And it's so true. Um, I, I want to talk a little bit more about these portfolio reviews and sort of, I mean, take me behind the process of, because I, I know these have already happened, at least the ones that 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 did just happen, 70. I mean, people, uh, let's pause. It can cost hundreds of dollars to get a portfolio review. And yeah, so, sure. um, so getting 70 photographers portfolio reviews, like you said, by industry folks who, you know, take it incredibly seriously, who are, you know, there to give that that can be you know life-changing mm -hmm. approaches um to how you approach your photography your business what have you relationships um mm -hmm. that that are being built so again just this like every you are so encouraging for for anybody not just like looking to do what you're doing but just this attitude of like might as well ask you know like let's just go 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 <laughs> so how did you go about getting all these people involved with the portfolio yeah. reviews and side note, like what are opportunities for people who might be tuning in as well now for something like that in the future? Yeah. So, you know, I love Twitter. So I, uh, I often use Twitter as a way to uh, reach out and just ask. Cause like you said, you, you just don't know and you never know who's watching and you never know who may be listening or who may be able to be able to help. Um, and so I, I, for AP, for example, I tweeted at, um, I tweeted at AP, just asking, you know, who can I get in touch with? Um, and I know there's other ways to go about it. You can also use LinkedIn. LinkedIn is a great way to reach out to people who are not, you know, connected with um, because they show everyone at that company right there and did. But, you know, you know, some platforms that are, have been very active social persons like AP, I decided that that may be the fastest way. And so, you know, the person behind the account, uh, wonderful woman, uh, she re reached out right away. 
um, and just like made those intros and started, you know, rallying up the troops at AT. Um, and similar to Getty, I think that was my same approach as that. And, you know, when I tweeted out the other day that, you know, we've had 70 photographers, at least 70 photographers receive this portfolio review, you know, uh, someone in the comments, in the replies from Reuters Pictures, Reuters re replied and said, you know, how can we help? And so, like, just like that. And so now going to be in the works to set up a portfolio review with Reuters, um, already in the works to set up a portfolio review with, review with Bloomberg. Uh, they contacted me. I didn't have to reach out to them. And so it's just beautiful to see that, you know, those are the pieces that are working and are in motion. Um, and I think, you know, for photographers who are listening, who have more, you know, advanced uh, skills, who are a professional in the industry, you know, just just tweet out that you may have time to, you know, review some portfolios, you know, offer that if you can, if you have that expertise, because like, you know, Kenneth said, some of these reviews cost much money um and i'm just so thankful that you know i'm able to provide these opportunities for free that they won't be at charge because again i'm trying to remove barriers and not trying to create barriers um and so for me i really think that it's just so important to see that you know all of those things are happening and those are not the last review sessions that are happening i said like here's to send more so i'm very excited about like whoever the next 70 will be you know just stay tuned for that so at least two opportunities will be coming up very soon in February and March with Reuters and Bloomberg. So stay tuned about that. Um, and I think just, you know, other ways that photographers can be involved is, you know, like anytime you want to, if you're listening to your black woman photographer and all a photographer and you want to be involved, just reach out. Um, you know, I'm always accepting, you know, the community is always going to be growing. There's no real sense of like an open call season, just like, <laughs> any day something called again because I don't want to like prohibit people from like you know missing out on these opportunities I mean these things happen so quickly and so it's so quick it's so easy to miss out um and so for me I'm just trying to create those doors and open those doors more often and I'm very excited about doing that more so this year um with portfolio reviews or with workshops I mean the beginning of the 2020 some of our first workshops um, were, you know, about grant writing 101 because there's so much money out there for grants. So how do you know that if you never applied? And how do you even apply for a grant? And so, you know, just trying to create more of those um, and also going to be partnering with Bloomberg again um, on like how to, just like how to pitch and how to, you know, all these different things. So I'm very excited about that, but more soon, more soon. <laughs> That's amazing. And of course, my mind, I'm like, wait, Let's put those on Creative Live. Hey. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Because, I mean, that, again, if you're, if people are tuning in, you know, it's part of, like, we are all here, this global community of people, yes. you know, like you said, trying to learn self-directed learning um, in order to transform and improve our lives. And, uh, you know, if, if it, getting people access to places like, Reuters, AP, Bloomberg, you know, it's not something that people think that they can necessarily just, you know, tweet and do. And yet yeah. you are, and yet, you know, you, you do things like that. And, it, and, and so I guess I'm, I'm curious going back to the portfolio review, are you, cause even putting together a portfolio, Ooh, let me tell you putting together <laughs> Have putting you... together a portfolio is hard, but also putting together these portfolio reviews 
take a lot of time. Um, I we recently did one with Red Eye Reps, um, and they are busy, busy folks. They are an incredible uh, group of I think it was four women, um, and you know they are just a busy team. And so I remember I reached out um, because they were doing their own special open call for uh, Black, Indigenous, and people of color photographers and creatives, uh, and a lot of you know photographers and creatives in general aspire to be one day represented by an agency like Red Eye uh, or others. And so you know I reached out to them. And their next opening was in May of 2021. I reached out to them in September 2020. Their next opening was in May. But fortunately, thankfully, they made a way to make some time in January. So that's just gives you an idea that sometimes these things are in motion for a long time. It takes a long time to plan these, especially when this photography community is just like on all these different time zones. And so just trying to make it work for people is one thing. Um, but also, yeah, like what you're saying, it's like building a portfolio also just overwhelming and it's so hard because you just never know like what do you put on the homepage? How do you, you know, divide up your work? Okay, you are multifaceted, you know, how do you do that? Uh, I remember in my review session with Red Eye, you know, they, you know, in the most elegant way <laughs> told me that this is a hot mess. Because like <laughs> like in the most nicest way, because I just like, you know, I do so many different things. I'm, you know, by day, I'm a you know social media manager. By night, I'm founder of of Towers, and then I speak on panels, and I you know I freelance write and shoot, and so I do all these different things, and I just wasn't presenting that in the best way. I just wasn't owning that, um, and so really just hearing that from you know sometimes you have to, like I said you have to hear from somebody else, um, and somebody else who's been doing this for a very long time, and they know what you're talking about, and they know what they're looking for when they're trying to hire you know creatives like me, and so. What were some that? of the tips that you got? <laughs> oh, yeah, what were so, some of the, oh, yes. what, did you, what did you change? Because I think we all feel like our websites yeah. and things are a hot mess. Like we all do. <laughs> yes, yes. I mean, I'm still in the process of like applying their feedback. Um, but for me, you know, I think the biggest thing was just like making it just very clear. Like, what do you do? Like, they're like, who is Polly? Okay. Now, when you say that, like, what does Polly do? And, you know, how can you own it? You know, just don't be so timid about it. If you're gonna, you know, list it out, just own it then. Um, and what do you actually want to have more at the soul front? You know, going back to like the first poly, like what do you want to be known for? Is it your photography? Is your writing? Is it all of those? Um, you know, when you are directing people to your site, who are you trying to reach? You know, and how can you make it so clear for them to see? You know, if it's a photographer, if it's a photo editor. How can the photo editor actually see your photography? Do they have to go looking for it everywhere? Like, do they, they're not going to spend time looking for your photos. You know, like, how can you just make it as easy as possible for the person you're trying to reach um, and just simplify it because sometimes you just overthink it all. Um, and so that, those are the kind of things that they told me that I'm going to apply for my own work. Um, and that's for those who are listening can apply for theirs. Well, that's awesome advice for sure. And thank yeah. you for passing that along. Um, we, you talked a little bit about it, but we have uh, Regina uh, Montgomery who oh is tuning in. Um, hey, Regina. Uh, and she had asked, uh, what do you see the Black Women uh, Photographers platform growing into? And I'm not going to ask you your five-year plan, but... <laughs> And you, you named some of the things, but, uh, but, you know, in just it, in general, it, because it is a platform and, you know, whether it was started 
for a place for people to be hired. And then, you know, there's the community aspect. So, you know, what are some of the other things that, that you're looking forward to? Yes. Oh, Regina. Hello. Hello from Chicago, Regina. Um, what are the things I'm looking forward to? Oh my goodness. I feel like that could be a podcast episode in itself. I think one thing I'd want this platform to continue to be, first and foremost, is actually a platform where people, like I said, can be hired. Um, and not just that, but the photographers in the community can understand what it means to be hired and what they should be looking out for. You know, the business side of photography, those are the things that I'm really going to try to emphasize this year uh, for the community. It's just like, I think, you know, when you reset the year, when you have a new year, it's a good time to reset yourself and your work um, and just to lay out, you know, just lay those foundations again. Uh, and so for me, I think, you know, just for, again, for photographers, a lot of them are emerging. It's just like, what do they need to know about contracts? I don't want them to get hired and have a terrible contract. You know, like those are the kind of like layers to it that, you know, I want people to understand. It's like, I don't want them to get hired and then just like, lose out on a, ton, a bunch of money that they could have had. I don't want them to, you know, not think about licensing or stock, you know, in just during this time. And so for me, those are the things that I'm thinking about is like how to just, again, provide those fundamentals um, and more advanced, you know, questions, you know, actually have a good session that's coming up um, towards the end of February with the agency 72 and Sunny. We're partnering up for a series of work smarter, not harder. That's the title of it. Uh, and the, actually the flyers, the, I don't know if you have seen or others who are listening have seen the where the money resides <laughs> meme and whatnot. And so that's the flyer of it because we want to be where the money resides this year. And so for me, it's just like, those are the things I'm thinking about. Um, and, you know, 72 and Sunday would be like the first uh, like business side of photography workshops and things and, you know, in the works of doing others with a few other different platforms. Um, what else? I think, you know, again, it's just having these different opportunities, you know, going to, you know, partnering with you all, partnering, um, going to be announcing a few other collaborations, you know, just said something at the top of this hour, Cisco, uh, you know, how many photographers would get the chance to partner up with someone like, you know, with a brand like Cisco, right? But not for, you know, connecting those dots. And for me, those are the things I'm thinking about, because having that on your resume, huge. And so for me, those are just a few, a few of the things I'm thinking about, really more so the hiring, more so laying down, laying that foundation down, um, more so just, again, trying to continue to have that community aspect where photographers can be there for each other, because uh, it's still crazy times and we still need that sense of, you know, sisterhood in a sense. And so for me, those are the things I'm thinking about and what I wanted to continue to grow as, want more, you know, outlets and brands and whoever really is in a position to hire, to utilize the, the database as a resource, actually going to be getting a new look uh, <laughs> very soon with the thanks to Red Bull sprucing up the site. Um, you know, so I'm very excited to be unveiling that this month, just to make it more user-friendly and easier for photographers to be found in their different niches. And so, uh, you know, those are the things I, when I'm thinking about, like, what does, you know, look like next? So what I'm looking forward to for the platform. Hope that answers the question, Regina. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I just, I'm, I'm, I don't want to say exhausted, but like, <laughs> just 
listening to all the things that you are looking, you know, that you are putting together and accomplishing. And I think one of the really cool things is that, I mean, we're talking, here we are talking about like, what's next? Like you just started, you know, there's also the, just like, let's be in it. Like, let's let it work. Like Thank let's, you, you know, uh, um, and there's the, just the, yes, there's the organic nature of, of how things evolve, but it's also like, just to, yeah, I mean, continuing to, to, to make what you've created, uh, do the thing that it was, you know, created for. Uh, and I just, I just, again, want to like say kudos to you, um, for, for, do you, do you ever feel like you've like taken on, I don't know. I mean, you, we, we talked in, in, in your previous episode on, on the, we are photographers podcast here on creative live, just like about your work ethic and growing up and, you know, and just all these things of you said earlier, like I, I, you know, I, um, have high standards for myself, but like, do you allow yourself to take a break? (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. I mean, I know what, what I should say, um, because I know my mom will be watching Yes, I do allow myself to take a break. Uh, no, but I'm kidding. I think I do. I do. I I think I don't do it enough yet. Like I'm still learning. You know, it's been quite the six months, um, and I don't know. I don't know why I put so much pressure on myself. I well, I do know why, but I also know that it's so important to rest because without the rest, you can't continue to do the work. Um, and so you know, really learned that at the top of this of last year when I was feeling extremely just tired and burnt out and there was all those things going on with the world. Um, and so actually, you know, at the end of December, I think I was just like, Am I, I think I just like did not respond to any email in December. If you received an email from me in December, you're one of the lucky few because I did not respond to any emails in December because I just needed to rest. Um, because that alone is the job in itself is the emailing. Um, and so you know, more so now, you know, it's funny, I'm actually taking this whole week off from work because I'm trying to rest and also because I'm crazy and I planned event after event after event. <laughs> uh, you know, doing an event, just did one event today, have one on, on Wednesday with Pete Souza, which I'm thrilled about. Uh, on Friday, I'm also thrilled about the event with AB and DM, this dynamic duo based in Atlanta. Uh, but you see, I factored in two days of rest. Tuesday I'm resting, Thursday I'm resting. <laughs> All right, let's and hold then, you to that. Yeah, <laughs> please hold me to that. If you see me respond, if you receive an email from me at like 3 a.m., please be like Danielle of Women's Photograph and tell me to close my laptop because it's not healthy. Um, she always sends me like those notes and WhatsApp and whatnot to like hold me accountable. I actually did create an accountability partner group for the Black Women Photographers community. There's about 40 of us. Uh, we're holding each other accountable on different like personal goals, career goals, but also just like health and just mental health and just other aspects of that, of what makes a year successful. And so, um, you know, I also have people, my accountability partners texting me and reminding me to, you know, drink water and like things like that, you know, holding me accountable because all of that is so important for self-care and, you know, being able to do the work. And so having that, you know, those reminders to reset, to pause, to refuel, recharge, whatever you need, just so key. And so I'm trying to be more uh, better at, I'm trying to be better at that this year. I am, I'm going to be better at that this year. 
I will. <laughs> well, I tell you, the accountability partner is certainly uh, is a huge yeah. aspect to that. And, uh, and, and, you know, again, coming back around to like it's community and that's why you created what you did. Uh, and, and it's just so cool to see. I am really looking forward to, uh, to this conversation series that we are collaborating with you on. Again, that is going to be every Wednesday here in the month of February. I'm super excited about the, the photographers, uh, that we are going to be featuring and hearing their life stories. Again, if you are on creativelive.com slash TV right now, you can RSVP down below. Uh, so you get notifications. Uh, about those um, and so I just want to encourage you've given us so much not just telling us about everything that's going on with black women photographers but also so many words of wisdom I want to make sure that everybody knows how they can get involved in black women photographers um, how they can support you know whether you are a black woman photographer or you know you're looking to help because obviously there are a lot of people who have stepped up um, and helped, but I would say you also continue to need help <laughs> from my outside opinion. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Uh, and just not that just because of the the level of how quickly you know this has has grown. So tell us everywhere that people can can find out more. Yes. Um, so. I will start off with going to blackwomenphotographers.com. Right now, it's in the middle of a new look rebrand, uh, so you can see some of that uh, refresh. You know, the feed is going to look differently all week. It's going to be amazing. Uh, so, going to blackwomenphotographers.com, you can go and uh, just create this new like format of browsing the photographers that is being updated as we speak. Um, and so that's where you can submit yourself. You can go to the contact page and also, you know, send out an inquiry if you want to join the community. You can also just reach out to database at blackwomenphotographers.com, uh, especially if you're an editor as well and you want to request access to the editor's Airtable to see the photographers in that way. Um, what else? I am going to be hiring some folks to help me. I'm so excited. Um, Good. Right now, <laughs> I know. I know. So this month I'm going to be announcing like the team roles that you can apply for because I'm actually having one of the photographers in the community to bring a help with that right now. So, because uh, right now I'm wearing all the roles. And so if you want to be a part of the social team, you want to be a part of the marketing, whatever, stay tuned for that because I will be announcing that this month as well how you can apply to join the team. Uh, very excited about that. If you are a photo editor, you know, Whoever you know has experience with your photographer at that place that you know you feel like you're you know maybe you work at the Seattle Times you feel like the photo team would be able to offer portfolio reviews reach out to me I'm always always looking to set that up I have a very long list of folks who have expressed interest and received their portfolio critiques this year and so please reach out you can just reach out to Polly at blackwingphotographers.com or again use that contact form on the site and I will respond to you. Uh, in, a, in a cordially manner. Um, again, there's all these exciting events lined up. Pizza's is the next one on Wednesday. Miss um, India Bill, who is incredible force in the industry, is going to give us a private talk. Um, this is an event you do not want to miss, especially because it will not be recorded. Most of our events are recorded, but hers will not be. That's on the 25th. Um, again, you can just go to blockchainphotographers.com events 
I'll be putting all the information on events over there. And most importantly, you know, just utilize the resource that I created. Also, the print sale is live, the first ever print sale, where we'll be splitting the profits 50-50 with the artists and supporting BWP operations. So if you ever asked, how can I donate poly? If you ever asked, how can I, you know, help with a relief fund? We're not doing the COVID-19 relief fund. We're doing a print sale right now. So please, please, please check it out. There's 50 plus brands from all over the world. Beautiful, beautiful work. We may extend it to March. I don't know yet. Right now, I just want to get through February. So <laughs> just check it out. Utilize it. Um, support these photographers, please. It's still still challenging times. So please do check that out. And that's on Darkroom. So you can just go to blackwomenphotographers.darkroom.tech. Again, all that information is on the site and on socials anyway. And if you're not following us on socials, I think we just hit 8,000 followers on Twitter. Very excited. So you can just follow the Twitter account at BLK Women Photo. Uh, turn your notifications on so you don't miss a beat because there's going to be a lot more announcements coming on. And then, of course, the Instagram, which is at Black Women Photographers. So those are the ways you can tap in. <laughs> Pretty much anywhere and everywhere. Anywhere. <laughs> um, but I, I, I do appreciate again, um, you know, your all the different accounts, all the people that you feature, um, and and I, I highly encourage everybody um, to go again, BlackWomenPhotographers.com, and all the socials. And um, it's just, it's just um, again, kudos to you for your super inspiring you. or everything that you are creating. Um, uh, and everyone that's kind of uh, creating along with you again. And and um, so I am super looking forward to everybody again, the conversation series that we are having here on Creative Live during the month of February, every Wednesday, 10 a.m. Pacific. Uh, come join me and we are going to be featuring four incredible, they're photographers, they're creative directors, journalists, um, visual storytellers, you know, everyone is so multifaceted. Um, we're going to be having Rashida Zagan, Ikara, um, I'm blanking on Ekpo. Ekpo? Thank you. Yeah. Idara Ekpo, Demi Thomas, and Alexa Sunley. And yeah. very much looking forward to all of those conversations. And you can RSVP um, on creativelive.com slash TV. All right. Well, once again, thank you, Polly, for joining us today. And thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Um, check us out this Wednesday and uh, with Rashida, and we will see you then. Thank you so much, Polly. Thank you. Thank you so much, Ken. I truly appreciate it. I'm Kenna Klosterman, and you've been listening to the We Are Photographers podcast from Creative Live. At Creative Live, we believe there's a creator in all of us. And yes, that means you. If you're looking to get fresh perspectives, inspiration, or skills to boost your hobbies, business, or life, head over to creativelive.com slash creator pass. As a creator pass subscriber, you have access to over 1500 classes on demand. Whether it's photo and video, art and design, craft, entrepreneurship, personal finance, or even yoga, there is always something to learn on Creative Live from the world's best educators. If you haven't already, be sure to subscribe, rate, and review We Are Photographers wherever it is you listen to podcasts. We'd love to hear from you, and a five-star review goes a long way. You can stay up to date with everything happening on Creative Live by following us on social media at Creative Live everywhere. 
And I'm Kenna Klosterman on Instagram and at Kenna K Photo on Twitter. If there's anyone you want us to feature on the podcast, just send me a message. Thank you again for being part of the Global Creative Live community. And I'll see you all next week for another episode of We Are Photographers.